Hi, I'm Roy Collin, and I'm the creator of the podcast. You can find everything about me and the five podcasts on bio.link forward slash podcaster, and you'll find it in the QR code there. I'd also like to thank my sponsors. If you or someone you know is struggling with anxiety and want to know how to be 100% anxiety free in six weeks without therapy or drugs, Daniel Packard Anxiety Solution Program Company offers a six weeks system that permanently solves anxiety at an astounding 90% success rate. People who join the program only pay at the end once they have clear, measurable results. If you're interested in learning more, go to permanentanxietysolutions.com where you can book a free consultation with Daniel. Do you have high blood pressure or want to get off the meds? Doctors are amazed at what Zona Plus can do. Get a $50 discount with my code ROY. Go to zona.com slash discount slash ROY and you'll see the QR code for all my sponsors down at the end. Quality Polish manufacturer of metal products for telecommunication and workshop equipment and other metals. If you'd like a brochure, you see it in the QR code and you just let us know if you would like a quotation shipped internationally and very competitive rates. I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Welcome to the Speaking Podcast. You can find all our episodes on speakingpodcast.com. We're also on BitChute and YouTube. you find the links in the podcast description. I'm also a podcasting coach. I've got four other podcasts. Before getting to the top half percent, you'll find everything on bio.link forward slash podcaster. My guest today is in Canada and does a lot of things. Metis, I'm not sure am I pronouncing that right, singer, songwriter, actress, speaker, wellness trainer, founder of the Sacred Feminine Learning Lodge. Please welcome Andrea Menard. Hello, Tanchi, Roy. Nice to meet you. And it is Métis. Thanks Métis. for asking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Métis. So with the kind of the five minutes a week, you get free time, what you do in your free time? <laughs> Good question. Well, this week, uh, um, gosh, what do I do in my free time? I don't know. That's a hard question. <laughs> you see that I'm doing all those things. So I, I let me just let me just show you this week. I'm in a show that I wrote and it's it's being um, I'm performing it at, in Vancouver here and I'm doing podcasts during the day <laughs> and I'm releasing my due deck of cards. So what am I doing? When, when is my when is my time off? <laughs> but you love what you do, which is kind of the main thing. So I suppose you might kind of just introduce yourself a bit further to the, the listeners. Sure. And I'll introduce you in the way I was taught. Tanchikiwa Nin Shkotekwe. Hello, Nin Andrea Menard. Um, I am Andrea Menard. I'm a Metis woman from Treaty One Territory in the homeland of the Metis. I'm a Metis woman and I'm currently residing in the unceded traditional territory of the Squamish, the Slewitooth, and the Musqueam people, also known as Vancouver, Canada. Um I am, as you said, I'm an actor and a singer and a writer and a speaker or messenger trainer. And I like to talk about myself as a medicine wheel, which is a, a, a symbol that many people relate to indigenous ways of looking at the world. So as when you look at a medicine wheel, there's four equal parts. So for me, as a medicine wheel myself, I'm an actor, singer, writer, and messenger or speaker. 
So yeah, and we're talking, this is a speaking podcast. So I guess that's the main thing we're going to talk about today, because I don't know what to pick apart to talk about. Where do you want to go? <laughs> I, to be honest, I'd like to tell about uh, all of them because they're all fascinating. But I suppose let's look at your kind of speaking journey. First, I know you did a TEDx as well. We didn't actually mention that, but you've done the TEDx. But let's go back yeah. a few layers and how you actually started speaking. Okay, well, actually, that's curious because I have to mention the other parts of me in order to describe it. So I started off knowing, finally figuring out that I was a creative person. I was singing all my life and sort of doing little stories and acting, but I didn't know that that was a job that I could do. And I really, re when I did, I really went into that world in theater, film, TV, um, music, music industry, CDs, you know, so I have... I have developed those skills in those directions for many, many years, but I started to be asked to speak at different events. And that was, that was as a celebrity, you know, so I didn't necessarily have a topic that I talked about, except following your dreams, you know, listening to your own creativity. And my, my message tended to stay within my personal circles until, um, until something changed there was i wasn't acting and singing as much i wasn't being drawn in those directions i was being drawn to speak and and that meant that i really knew that i needed help in learning how to be a, a an actual professional speaker it's a completely different story a, a professional speaker or a celebrity who speaks they're very very different so I uh, went and learned from the best of the best in Canada, the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers. Um, I went to their events and I joined as a member and I started to recognize that the message inside me was still trying to get out. Um, I mean, I was living it, but I just didn't know how to put my finger on it. And so when it was a three year journey of learning what that message was, because everyone has a message in their soul and it's like, what is it? What is that thing you want to share? And so when I finally found the, the, the center point of my wheel, um, it was, it all had to do with an elder, um, an elders gathering that took place in 2012. And they talked about um the rise of the sacred feminine that the world is going to be seeing many 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 changes and it's going to come from the rise of the sacred feminine all the changes we see are because feminine the value of sacred feminine aspects of life like emotional wisdom like nurturing like collaboration like intuition um all of those things are going to be coming up in people's hearts and minds. And so when I found that, I realized that that was my center point. Everything else that I do has been that. I have been facilitating the rise of the sacred feminine without knowing it. And so during those times, I wasn't performing very much. I really started to develop and create content and find my voice in the sacred feminine speaking world like for me that was what but it was from an indigenous perspective so it was very different from what other people were talking about so long story short the last seven years have been really intense in me developing my speaking and my writing and that voice within that speaking arena 
Excellent. And you mentioned the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers. You're now a membership director. With I uh, was for many years. I was I was uh, on the board as a membership chair, a membership director. Um, not anymore. I've got very, very busy. <laughs> See, my acting and singing were slow for a while, but they started to speed it up just recently. So I'm performing all over the place on television. So I'm not as available as I was. <laughs> okay. And just when you were part of that, for those that are kind of kind of building their speaking career, what advantages do you get from being part of an association like that? Oh, 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 I can't even begin. Okay. Um, to be part of a, a membership, first of all, many beginning speakers don't may not necessarily qualify to be a member. But however, there is um, much uh, like an open door for guests to come to all events to come to zoom meetings to actually purchase a huge training academy an a caps academy uh, huge huge what do you call it a course that you can take with so much fantastic content from the best of the best in canada so um i, I the when you surround yourself with people who do this for a living who have perfected certain aspects and every speaker is different every every speaker has um different skills in different uh, avenues that if there's something where you're at, if you want to write a book, there's somebody who knows who can help you. If you want to create a podcast, there's somebody who can help you. If you want to um, create more online content, there's somebody who can help you. There's somebody who's done it before you. So when you surround yourself with someone better than you or several hundreds of people who are better than you at the moment, you are in the best position to learn and to get become better and become one of the best of the best and then hopefully be have enough credits to be able to join as a member brilliant so i've seen and by the way i just want to say caps by the way is part of a global federation of speakers so if you're in the states it's the national uh and oh, wait and yeah national, national speakers, speakers association yeah. there nsa that's it yeah. <laughs> and in, and there's you know some in the uk there's like all over so just want to say check your particular country they might mm. have one oh, brilliant so i know you do uh keynotes and i've seen you doing a keynote where you were singing as well so just kind of your experience with kind of connecting with the audience and how you prepare for a keynote oh my well because I started in theater, I'm very easy on stage. I'm very comfortable um, performing. Um, and but I'm also used to tons of rehearsal time <laughs> to get ready to be in front of an audience. So that was my struggle. I'm like, ah, where's the rehearsal time? Anyone? Anyone? I got to do this by myself. <laughs> um, but I found that it's a it's a discipline to actually write a write a script write a um to basically create what you're going to do when i did my tedx talk and the other tedx talks the people who were doing the tedx talks we wrote our scripts 50 plus times one person wrote rewrote it 250 times so imagine oh. that writing a script if you want a, a killer keynote you got to work it 
you've got to work it, you've got to practice it, you've got to, you know, cut the bad parts that whoop, that one didn't work, try it out on people, um, rehearse it, rehearse it, rehearse it, so you know it inside and out. Um, for me, I was never good at slides, I'd go, um, 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 because I couldn't practice because I didn't have the equipment at home. So I wasn't very good at it. And I said, why do you have slides? You suck at them. And it's taking you away from your killer color keynote. So um, I don't really use slides anymore unless somebody else moves them for me. <laughs> um, so, you know, we use the skills we have. I'm a performer. I'm good on stage. I'm a singer. And it engages people in a way that is very, very in keeping with my message. So I'm not just saying, hi, I'm a singer over here. Da, 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 look at me, look at me, look at me. And now I'm going to speak. That's not how I do it. I use music in my keynote because it's very much on my message. It's on message. And it's, it's part of the sacred feminine. It's part of allowing you know i talk about singing to the waters i talk about singing you know drum songs and and because I, I i'm a metis person and i use my ind indigenous heritage very much you know it's the, it's the container of my entire work so i'm not trying to sing a song over here and go i'm a singer i hope you guys like me okay now let's talk what we're talking about it's all um it's all part of the message brilliant and you've got five uh award-winning albums and <laughs> i started listening you've got a beautiful voice because to be honest i hadn't you know be before we, we got introduced that we were going to be on the the show and i started i found you on spotify and then i saw a few videos and it's really <laughs> beautiful you're you know you're singing well you're irish so i'll take that as a compliment you know you you grew up with beautiful beautiful music all around you so thank you merci <laughs> yeah i i have five albums and i i tend to be someone who's maybe a little bit different than most musicians i was in the industry forever and ever but i'm not in the industry anymore you know i'm i see, tend to be more in the helping people industry whatever that is the wellness industry so that includes all of the things i was in i'm doing but i'm also you know i'm my music always centered around a concept and in a way if you look at the speaker in me the storyteller that i am a concept is everything the story is everything so the songs always centered around something so each one of my albums has a central theme which is why i would continue forward brilliant and yeah. i was looking at some of uh, your uh, acting work i mean i say actress and most americans and canadians say actor because i don't know we kind of yeah. so but you, you you've been in a few uh, different shows all playing all different parts and uh very yeah. professional as well it's not just kind of <laughs> that you're just winging it and you've landed a little like it looks like really kind of high-end uh production i'm legit i'm legit yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like the singing you know <laughs> yeah well if you're in canada um and if maybe maybe in the us i don't know how much distribution happens outside of north america but um yeah and i'm j I actually have to say that i'm in a new series that's pretty big in canada right now called sullivan's crossing on ctv and it just got picked up we just got news that cw the cw in the us will be streaming it in the fall so yeah it's legit <laughs> legit actor <laughs> I play well, in a, so I'd be bragging in a, in, a, in a year's time. I actually had <laughs> you on my show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah right. 
<laughs> so with the the TEDx, because it was like 22 minutes. I know that the TED do they keep the 18, but the TEDx, but I, I haven't seen one that kind of goes on that long, but you did 22 minutes and it was Stanford Park or something like that, or Stanley Park. And usually yeah. you don't see that much of the audience, but it looked like a fairly massive audience as well. Yeah, it was. It's one of the bigger, it was one of the bigger TEDx's that existed in, in the Queen Elizabeth Theatre. It's a huge theatre. And yeah, my, I have to say that my talk was actually 20 minutes, but we had a, <laughs> oh gosh, this, I didn't mean, <laughs> this sounds like I'm bragging. I'm really not. But there was a, a sitting ovation in the middle of my, sh of my talk that actually went on and went on and went on so that I'm like, um, guys, okay, let's cut it down. I gotta, I gotta wrap this up. <laughs> So it went on a little longer than um than we had intended, and they kept it in. So who knew? Oh, so I suppose one, how did you land it? Two, your preparation. I listened to it. Beautiful, beautiful message. So you might, if you want to touch on that as well, of course, I, I'll include it for those to that they can watch it later as well. The link for it. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> because I was in the the caps. Uh, I'm, I was part of the CAPS community, the Canadian Associate Professional Speakers. Um, they they had connections with the CAPS community, and I guess there was somebody who dropped out of the. So I went in the back door. I'm going to tell you, I don't know how people go in the front door of, of TEDx talks. So I'm sorry, that's not the story you'll get here. But I'll tell you about the prep. But getting through the door was very unusual for me. Um, somebody had dropped out, an Indigenous person had dropped out from the uh, lineup of speakers that were going to happen, you know, in six weeks time. And, uh, and they asked if there was any, they asked, they called someone from CAPS to ask if there was anyone, not necessarily Indigenous, but somebody who would be uh, a good fill-in with this type of qualities. And my friend went, Andrea Menard. <laughs> and, and I went, oh, uh. TEDx, uh, in six weeks, uh, I was a, I was a a mess, but I whipped something together after a few meetings and, and it, and then they worked with, they gave me a coach to work with. And I tell you, people, if you're going to be doing a TEDx talk, you get a coach, you get a coach. <laughs> there is nothing more important than having someone who has done this hundreds and hundreds of times and work through and, and knows the skills of a TEDx, knows the the format of a TEDx talk. And I can't say that I was that skilled. Um, so I needed help with the writing. I didn't need help with the performing that I got down, but the, but the writing of it and the honing my message took rewrites. And there were two of us that were the that were the backup speakers. And so one of us was not going to get on that year, but we both had to be prepared. <laughs> so I wrote this thing with the help of my coaches in six weeks, whipped it together, had it ready to go. And then I didn't get on. Thank God <laughs> I was ready, but boy, the next year I had, now I had time to develop it like the rest of the TEDx talks, or, you know, the speakers, they all had time. So, that 
little speech that I did got rewritten 50 more times. And it was finally like the song that I sing in the show wasn't written yet. All of that stuff came because I had time to develop it. And I had time to work it out with my coach and he would slash things left, right, and center. And I would practice it. And then I would take it from the page because the writer in me is one thing. And it looks good on the page, but the actor, the performer in me, when I take it off the page, it's like, oh, no, that looks good on the page, but it does not sound like my voice. So I would go back and and the actor, the speaker in me would change the writing and then lift it off the page. So it actually became somebody, um, it, it became a part of me. So for those people yeah and the and the talk that it's called silent no more using your voice to end violence against women so you'll see that um you know the rise of the sacred feminine is about you know women speaking up uh, men in, being included in this conversation and so singing using voice singing is not necessarily different from um who i am right it, it that was part of the message the little songbird who lost her voice finding her voice again right so that's the whole message and helping others end violence against women by by using our voice to um speak up for ourselves and speak up for those who don't have a voice brilliant and I, the fact that it didn't happen the first time you were probably way more conscious of other tedx's and that you were watching it to actually you probably became 10 times better because it was so natural. It was a fantastic speech. Cause I mean, I'd look, I, you know, I look at a lot of them and uh, I think it, it's helped you then if you had done it at that stage. Oh, hundred percent. And, and because I missed, you know, this particular TEDx uh, platforms, TEDx Stanley park was a very, very well-organized and high caliber of speakers and they went through rigorous training like we had to go through different trainings together but I missed most of the ones from the first year so I got to join in on those those training sessions for the next year and it was really really good because the format itself you know I'm an indigenous person and you know there are two parts of me that are both wise and there's the indigenous ways of speaking that are really connected to the grandmothers are really connected to um, our history as orators in oral history. And there's the Western way of doing things that are very linear, very, you know, inside a box. And that's a very great, great little box to play in. But I don't always fit in that box. So I had some struggling to do. And my TEDx is different, as you'll notice, you know, from other people's. There's a lot of story in it. I mean, there's stories. The great TEDx's always have story in it. But this one was a little bit different. Um, so I, for me, the TEDx experience was so good in discovering the good qualities of that box, of recognizing how... Um, professional speakers do do it in a western way and then to add my indigenous ways of knowing into both ways you know it, it incorporating both parts of me into my speaking is when i shine it's when i flourish and that's when i really get my message across in the way that i want it to so I, I guess maybe to say is that not everyone needs to fit in the box. We all have different gifts to bring to the speaking world, to our message to the world, and we'll find our best way to shine it into the world.
Lovely. And I'm curious because when you did the twinkle, twinkle little star, it stayed on you. And I'm just wondering, because it, it seemed to me that you'd like the audience to kind of say the second part. Did they just kind of look at you or did they do it? Because it was hard to tell from the thing. Oh, um, well, I was the first, I was the opening speaker and people were still sitting down, you know, cause they were so many people still outside trying to get in. So it was a little unnerving that way, but, um, so some of the camera work hadn't had the ex experience, you know, until, you know, later in the day, I'm like, oh, sure. I was your opening number, but you weren't ready for me. <laughs> no. So some of the, some of the audience reactions weren't as on the ball as they could have been but they were there like you can hear them you can you know and they were with me i had them i no, had them <laughs> i mean i saw you got a standing and not like there's a lot that i see there's not all of them it's not a case that everybody gives a standing ovation that's rare and mm -hmm. you know you could see that uh yeah that was uh that was beautiful to see thank you marcy <laughs> so with the human rights and uh, i i do, don't want to adjust us to name Maitis. This is Maitis. Maiti. Maiti, uh, advisory no. council member. So that's kind of for the human rights. You might just kind of touch on that because I think that's important as well. Well, if you are, you may not know where you are, but in Canada, there has been a huge conversations about truth and reconciliation with Indigenous people. And that is look, letting, helping, helping the history of the treatment of indigenous peoples in Canada be known because it's been in secret, this horrific history of, of residential schools, of, of treatment of women, missing and murdered indigenous women and girls, um, 60 scooping of children, you know, abuse, war, you name it, racism. There has been an enormous, injustice happening to the people uh, the indigenous people of canada that has gone underground and people have not talked about it in the media have not and we've been on the on the outskirts of and trying to scream our way into the mainstream consciousness and recently there has been a growth there has been a um uh, an expansion in people learning the history. And that is because of the finding of the 215 children at, that happened at Kamloops of children buried on the grounds of the residential schools. Um, so all of the, the resident, were, were they Catholic schools? Were they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause uh, they, that, that was happening in Ireland as well. I, I, I don't know what's going on around the world with that, but uh, yeah, it's yep. terrible. Well, some of those, those, folks colonized Canada, right? And the indigenous peoples of this land, just like the indigenous people of your land, you guys were the indigenous people of your land and, and were colonized just as harshly, you know? Um, so, um, there's been more than 215. That was the first one. There's more, there's like 4,350 now that have been found and it keeps growing and growing because there's probably going to be around 10,000 children found when it all comes down to it. But, Métis people, um, <clears throat> Métis people are, we have, we have three different indigenous populations in Canada, in, in the States, it's just under one blanket called Native American, but in Canada, we are the indigenous people, we have First Nations, which are the, the people who were the nations that were here first, we have Inuit, which are the people of the North, 
and the Métis who are a mixed people. people. So we are First Nations and Euro European. And we were the first children born of both uh, nations that created our own cultural identity, our own language, and our own um, ways of governance. So we were um, we were the last war that took place in Canada was against the Métis people on the plains of Canada and in the Métis homeland. And yeah, there's, I am a voice for the Métis people. This deck of cards that I'm, uh, we were talking about earlier is the first Métis deck. It's a deck of oracle cards that come from a ways of knowing to help people understand who we are. I'm, I am a, I am a ambassador for the Métis people. I am this show that I have on stage right now that's touring Canada is a, basically a love song to the Métis people. It's my story and my songs and, and it's a story of reconcilia reconciliation to help people learn more about reconciliation, about learning the history, learning stories from an Indigenous person, songs that can wake you up and tear your heart out that can bring people together. <laughs> it's, it's a, so it's a song, a stories of, of um, my Métis heritage and my heart. And so is this deck of cards. This deck of cards is about helping people <sighs> learn how to walk gently with themselves so that they can walk gently on the planet. Indigenous wisdom is needed on the planet. And so, any time that somebody opens the door to ask questions like you are right now, asking questions about what's this Métis advisory council, council, what is this, what is that? It is, it's, it's an opportunity to help people um, decolonize their way, decolonize their minds about how they look at Indigenous people. They have been trained a certain way to look at Indigenous people, and it, it is literally incorrect it is missing half of the wisdom the land-based wisdom and um, healthy ways that we integrate uh, life that we interact with the earth there is so much missing from the narrative that people need to learn about so i really appreciate you asking and this deck of cards and this and this theater show and my talks and my keynote are all helping open up the door to people learning about Métis people and the Indigenous people of Canada. And even if you kind of look back on like the old kind of cowboy and Indian films, mm. it was always making them out to be the bad people, which in mm. turn was brainwashing people to have mm -hmm. hatred. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like, I think it's yeah. even the new, the younger generation now as well, like they're kind of, you know, some people think, you know, they're, they're glued to their phones and everything, but I see I, they're more heart-centered you know, that they are actually caring about people. It's not about loyalty to the dollar, which unfortunately has been a big problem in society. Absolutely. I would say that there is a growth. I mean, as according to my elders say, the rise of the sacred feminine, I'll explain that a little bit better. So, you know, so to me, what I see in these heart centered young people is that's the rise of the sacred feminine. The rise of the sacred feminine means it's a rise in the voices that have been left out. That's why you'll see the voice of women, the voice of indigenous people, the voice of the black people of color communities, um, people with disabilities or extra abilities, the voice of nurturing men have been left out of the circle. 
the voice of Mother Earth, the voice of the animals, the voice of two-spirited trans and non-binary people, the voice of, of uh, emotional expression, healthy emotional expression. All those things have been considered weak or less than, and they have been left out of the, the systems at large. And those systems are not working for everyone, so they need to be unraveled. And so whether people like it or not, the voices are rising and they might be a little angry. People are like, whoa, whoa. But, you know, when you when the voices have never been heard, they're going to come out in a blast. <laughs> I have a space to speak. <laughs> you know, they're going to come out in a blast just to be heard and it's going to level out. So this is the beginning of the rise of the sacred feminine where we're going to remember that we are part of a circle. We're part of a medicine wheel and every single voice on that medicine wheel has value, but it, it takes a while for people to recognize, you know, the ones in the circle who've had the voice don't want to hear other people's yet, you know, so that's going to have to shift. The people who've never had a voice may not be as experienced in expressing it. So all of that is shifting, 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 shifting so that we can create a, a more balanced world that we can a more just world. And I think the young people, they're way ahead of it. So they, they get this message. They're like, Oh, yeah, <laughs> they care deeply about people and about injustice. And, and we're gonna, I think they're gonna help us find a way as long as we lead, you know, we're the adults, you know, we still gotta lead in a in a way that shows them that it can be done. What I, what I love is, um, you know, when you've got a skill set as a professional speaker, especially of your caliber, you know, when you get behind something, because not everybody, you know, there's a lot of very talented speakers, but they don't use their voice for their, you know, you're basically putting a percentage of your time towards this and it's needed, but you can also train other people or they'll connect with you and they'll be inspired by you. And that's kind of the ripple effect. Yeah. I would have to say that love is definitely my modus operandi. It's my motivation. You know, love is is what I want to spread. And I use all the different gifts that I've been given in order to share it. You know, um, that will be the one thing that I will always choose first. <laughs> and you're right, many, many speakers, that's not why they speak. That's not why some want to make more money and that's fair. But um, if you're here to change the world, then yeah, to me, love is the, it has to be the baseline of everything you do. I see it as if there's something in the world that you don't like, don't expect somebody else to do it. You know, you can, mm. you can be the person that starts and then just others then will kind of be excited and get on board. And that's how you get to a bit of momentum. Yes. Hey, hey, absolutely. <laughs> so just finally, because I, I know you've uh, you've performed for royalty and prime ministers and everything, but I, I saw that you sang peace to the world NATO generals. What was you might tell me a bit about that? <laughs> well, um, the big gathering of NATO generals, all the warlords of the continent of the world gather together. They get together in different countries um, that travel and they happen to come to Canada. Um, in I don't remember what year, maybe 2005 or four or six or something. And I was asked to sing. And I knew that I didn't want to sing for them unless I was reminding them what they are on the planet for. They're not here to kill each other. They're not, they're here to bring peace to the planet for the well-being of all. 
they're here to bring uh, to remember that they are the caretakers of wellness and of course that's well, no, that's not what we see that's not what we see but we need to remember that um uh nato generals you know we they've they have originally come together to stop warlords right but still war is still a viable option to many 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 different countries and it's sh- it, and I'm, I'm hoping i'm building a world i'm hoping to build a world i used to be in the military so this is not something coming from somebody who is is just a pacifist you know with no experience i used to be in the military spent four years in the canadian armed forces and i to me the military is an outdated system it is one that needs to eventually be unraveled because human humanity has risen in consciousness we're not there yet we are not there yet but in my way as a singer and somebody who has this message i wanted to remind them of why they are put in positions of caretaking for their countries is to remember that peace is the option we're all looking for is the one that mothers are hoping for their sons that children are wanting to be safe um and there's war happening on the planet right now and this was before but well no it was there was all there's always war on the planet and i was i was singing to them to remind them um the song goes there will be peace in the valley there will be peace in the valley there will be peace in the valley for me and it goes on and on but the whole message is but if i want peace in the valley if i want peace in the valley if i want peace in the valley it's up to me (laughs) because i am the peace yeah i am the peace (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm delighted you did that. Now people know what a beautiful voice that you've got. <laughs> <laughs> That's my morning sleepy voice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the dogs to join in. You know. Oh, yeah. Oof, they're <laughs> deaf. <It's, laughs> got my old dogs are deaf. <laughs> well, listen, I totally enjoyed the conversation with the, the cards. You, you might when, when they're actually going to be released and how people can get them and also your social media that, where people can find you yeah yeah i'm really proud of the cards i'm they are called the seeds from the sacred feminine which of course we were talking about the rise of the sacred feminine so that's that's what the message i want to get out there i want people to recognize that they can do little things that it's not so outside their realm that we can change the world one little step at a time and connecting to mother earth creating a relationship with mother earth creating a relationship with the softer parts of ourselves the emotional side of us the gentle part of us the one that cares for others the nurturer the one that listens to spiritual guidance the one that listens to their own intuition there that changes the world that changes uh, we can't be controlled when we start to listen to the wisdom of our own spirit and that means with when more in people are empowered with the wisdom of old with indigenous wisdom you can call it with sacred feminine wisdom you can call it with the wisdom of the land with intuitive wisdom when more and more and more people are empowered by their own wisdom 
we are, we can't be lied to anymore. We can't be controlled and we find um, lies and war and injustice intolerable. So if we develop those parts of ourselves, then we will be changing the world. And I know you're here to change the world. I'm here to change the world, Roy. And the seeds from the sacred feminine are not quite out yet. They're brand new. This is my only copy. So if people, I know this is a podcast, but if you see the video, I'm holding them up. Um, the, this is the only advanced copy that you can get. And they're absolutely beautiful with my friend's work, Leah Dorian. I'm holding them up. I'm sorry for people who can't see, but just her work oh, yeah, works with yeah. the works with the yeah. grandmother. And just for those well. that are listening, if you're on Spotify, the video is on Spotify as well. It's also a bit shoot on YouTube, so you'll be able to look at very nice yeah so the artwork she's a metis artist i'm a metis writer so we work together and they are available on my website for now all the links that you can get them hopefully in in on all all the countries of the world hopefully they can find them as well um and they will be released i think the publication date had to be moved because they're still on a boat <laughs> but i think in june we don't i'm going to say june 20th or something like that but um they can be ordered now they can be pre-ordered now Seeds from the Sacred Feminine at andreamenard.com, which you can find all my music and all my speeches and all everything all in one place. andreamenard.com slash cards is, um, is where you can get all the links to the Seeds from the Sacred Feminine wisdom cards. Yeah, perfect. And I mean, your website has all the other stuff anyway, so they'll be able to find the speaking and the albums and the whole lot. So I'll make sure yeah. that I put the link both that and the cards on the audio and the video. Thank you very much for a beautiful conversation. And I'm delighted you sang for the, the listeners as well. <laughs> I'm so delighted we had this talk today, Roy. Beautiful, beautiful conversation. Thank you very much. Thank so, you. That's all for the Speaking Podcast. You'll find all our episodes on speakingpodcast.com. As mentioned, we're on BitChute and YouTube. And you'll find my four other podcasts along with the coaching via that link forward slash podcaster. Sure to give us a thumbs up, five star rating, share with your friends. And when you get the cards, make sure if you can give a five star rating as well and listen to the music. You'll find it on Spotify and all other places. Until next week, take care. So I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. You'll find everything about me on bio.link forward slash podcaster with all my podcasts. And you find it, you see in the QR code in the graphic that's shown. I'd like again to thank my sponsors. So if you or someone you know struggling with anxiety, I want to know how to be 100% anxiety-free six weeks without therapy or drugs. Daniel Packard's Anxiety Solution Program company offers a six-week system that permanently solves anxiety at an astounding 90% success rate. People who join the program only pay at the end once they have clear, measurable results. If you're interested in learning more, go to permanentanxietysolutions.com where you can book a free consultation with Daniel. Do you fight blood pressure? and or want to get off the meds, doctors are amazed at what Zona Plus can do. You can get a $50 discount with my code Roy, zona.com slash discount slash Roy. And you'll see it in the QR code as well as Daniel's QR code. Quality manufacturer of metal products for telecommunication and workshop equipment and other metal materials. You'll see the brochure there in the QR code. And let me know if you would like a quotation shipped internationally at very competitive price. I'd like to thank all my sponsors and also all my listeners. Be sure to give me a thumbs up, five-star rating, share with your friends, really helps. And I also have a video on how to give a five-star rating because a lot of people have wrote to me asking me that they don't know how to do that. Until next week, take care.